Hello, welcome back to It Is Well podcast. My name is Bontu and this is the show where I share my Christian experience, life lessons, health tips and so much more. If you're new here, please subscribe and share with your friends so that they can get to learn more about the prophecy series that we are having with our brother Thierry Kovito. If you would like to send any questions or suggestions for this podcast, please send them at Thierry Kovito on Facebook or Instagram. You can also send them to me at BontuBibsi on Facebook or Instagram. Before we go right into our prophecy series, we're going to have our memory verse and a word of prayer. Please open with me in the book of Psalms 119 verse 105. It says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light unto my path. Let us humble ourselves for a word of prayer before we start. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you for the gift of life and for the gift of knowledge. As we're going to share the word of God together, I pray that we may learn and that we may grow in our spiritual journey. I pray that we may learn to share with others that they may be blessed as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Hi, beloved. I hope everybody is having a wonderful day and I hope you also have been having a wonderful week as well. So I want to welcome you all to to this uh, Bible study, um, Bible prophecy. So I hope everybody is going to be learning many things today as we are going to be studying Bible prophecy and also looking at history because when Bible prophecies are fulfilled, they become history. So that's why uh, when, we, when I do my interpretations, I also have to uh, refer everything with, um, with history to show you guys that this is very consistent. To show you that history and the Bible, they harmonize. Because some people, they just look at the Bible as the book of fairy tales you know but that's not that's not true the bible is very true and uh whatever we're going to be seeing we're going to also be looking at history as these things were prophesied and they came to pass in the past and there are some that are even taking place today as we're studying bible prophecies i hope you guys will be impressed and see how harmonious history in the bible uh, are yeah so before we begin let me start with a word of prayer dear father we want to thank you for the breath of life the free gift of salvation they have given to us through your son jesus christ so i want to pray that as you're going to be looking at bible prophecies may you put all my own ideas to the side so that your own inspired interpretation can be uh, can be given may your holy spirit lead us as me who is speaking and those who are listening may you impress us all so that we be impressed by your words so that we uh, be as we behold these wonderful wondrous things uh, from your word so may you may we uh, eat from this 
this bread, this heaven, this um, this manna from heaven's bakery. So I want to pray that you cleanse us from all our sins, so that you come and dwell in our hearts. And I also want to pray for other ministers who are doing your work out there. May you keep leading them. May your Holy Spirit be their guide in everything they do. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Yeah. So, as you remember, last time we looked at the uh, at some of the identifying marks that we saw in, in the Book of Revelation, uh, chapter 13, and then we saw that the Bible shows us a beast coming from the sea. And we saw that this beast happened to be the Roman Catholic Church. So there were so many identifying marks that we looked at. And these identifying marks, uh, they are very harmonious when we even like refer to a history. And we also uh, did what it's called uh, uh, the... The principle of repetition that the Bible uses in order for you to be able to see that the Bible is still talking about the same thing. So that's when we saw that some of the identifying marks that we saw in the book of Daniel. Uh, where you see in the book of Daniel chapter 7, uh, we saw the little horn, we saw... Uh, We saw the, the four beasts and we also saw the same things in Revelation chapter 13. And we saw that uh, the Roman Catholic Church has kind of like uh, combined all the theologies, all the beliefs and teachings of all these other pagan nations, including Babylon, Greece, Medo-Persia, um, and, uh, and Rome. You know, we saw that it has kind of like combined all of them together. And uh, it's kind of like an amalgamation of both uh, of both the beliefs and the principles of these powers, and that's why we saw that the beast that came from the sea uh, it had like four phases, if you will, because the Bible tells us that uh, it, it tells us that it was like a leopard, and the leopard we saw that that was Greece, and he had feet, he had feet like a bear. Uh, it had feet of a bear and we saw that that was Medo-Persia and we saw that uh, it has a mouth as a lion and we saw that that was Babylon and the dragon gave him his power so we saw that the dragon was uh, was not simply Satan but it was um, it was the Roman church I'm sorry it was the the Roman Empire so that's when uh, that's when the Roman Emperor Constantine gave the authority to the bishops and also the Roman Emperor Justinian he also gave his authority to the to the bishops of Rome but that was during the time in 538 yeah so that's when they uh, the the papacy came into existence that's how the Roman Catholic Church came into existence by uh, using all its power all its civil power to oppress God's people for 1260 years up to 1798 and we saw all those kind of things in the book of revelation and the book of daniel as well and we saw how blasphemous this power happens to be and we saw that everybody whose name is now written in the lamb's book of life is going to worship the, this beast and we saw that this same beast who had been persecuting God's people, it received a deadly wound. In other words, it, it, it was um, 
uh, it's like uh, the uh, it's like its power was its civil power was taken away from it, and that's when we saw the Napoleon uh, Bonaparte, uh, Bonaparte how he he commanded the uh, the Pope. He commanded the Pope to resign, and when the Pope refused, he was taken captive, and then he was in prison until his death. So, yeah, we saw all those kind of things, but today we're we're not going to be looking primarily at the Roman Catholic papacy. There is another power that the Bible shows us in Revelation chapter 13, verse 11, because that's what that's what it goes on to show us. It shows us that there is a beast that came from this from the earth but before we go we go there there's something that i want to show you guys in order for you to be able to kind of like understand it much better because i want to give you like a background of these things so that you see that everything harmonized before we go to see who this beast who came from the sea happens to be so i'm going to go to the book of revelation chapter 12 first of all so there is something that we see uh, the Bible sh- shows us in the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 1, it shows us that there was a great sign which appeared in heaven, and there was a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and, uh, and of her on her head a, uh, a garland of 12 stars. So somebody might ask themselves, like, okay, so that's Mary, right? Some, some in, like many folks, they think that this woman happens to be Mary, especially that the Bible goes on to show us in, in verse 5 that she bore a male child who was to rule all nations with the rod of iron and her child was caught up to God and his throne so many people say like you see this is Mary but there is something that uh, <laughs> there is something that people forget here is Bible prophecy and when the Bible when it comes to Bible prophecy a woman represents a church so I want to show you that these are not just my words this is what the Bible shows us, and I'm going to show you that these are not just my words. So, if you look, um, if you look in the, the, let me let me let me show you some of the passages in the Bible, which shows us that a woman, it doesn't represent a literal woman, but a church. So, uh, I would like to invite you guys to go with me to the book of Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 2 and the Bible tells us I have likened the daughter of Zion to a comely and delicate woman so here God is uh, using the symbol of a woman to uh, to, sh- to show the person of his church you know to represent his church and then there is something else that the Bible goes on to, sh- to show us in the book of Isaiah chapter 62 verse 5 and then it says, For as a young man married a virgin, so shall thy sons marry thee. And as the bridegroom rejoice over the bride, so focus on this one. As the bridegroom rejoice over the bride, so shall thy God rejoice over thee. So here the God is showing us that he is our bridegroom and we are his bride. And then he goes on to show us, he uh, goes on to show us in Hosea chapter 2, verse 19. And now, uh, okay, never mind this. Let me go to Second Corinthians chapter eleven, verse two. It says, "For uh, this was Paul talking to his church. For I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ." Right. So I, I believe all these things are clear, and uh, 
I believe all these things are very clear that a, a bride represents a church, the church of Christ, right? So this is not referring to this is not referring to to Mary as many people believe. So I believe that was clear. So when the Bible shows us in verse 5 that she she bore a male child, that means that uh, the woman who happens to be the church, you know, because who was the church during this time? It was Israel. Israel was the church of God because we just saw it from the Bible itself. God re- God referred to his church, his people as a, as a woman, you know, the daughter of Zion, right? So this is where Jesus came from. Jesus came from a tribe of Judah, you know. It was prophesied that Jesus was going to come from Israel. You know, he, as he came, he was uh, he was a Jew, and this is how he came he came to the scene. And then there is something else that the Bible shows us that happened to the woman. So the Bible doesn't show us that there is a difference between the old. Uh, I mean, like here, they in uh, by using the uh, the 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 prophetic lenses the bible doesn't show us the difference between the old israel and the new israel because everybody who believed in uh in the in jesus he was an israelite and somebody will say like how can you say that the old israel uh they believed in jesus there was something that was called the uh sacrific- sacrificial laws and during these sacrificial laws people had to sacrifice a lamb or maybe you had to sacrifice a bull or maybe a goat in order for your sins to be uh, to be blotted out. And many people they just took it as a just a tradition. But all this was just a symbol of Jesus Christ's ministry, you know. So whoever believed in the sacrifice of Jesus, they were they, they were the son of God, you know, or the son of Abraham, if you will, you know. So the Bible shows us that this woman, she was. Uh, she fled into the wilderness. That's, that means that she was persecuted. And when she was persecuted, she, f- she fled into the wilderness. For how long? For, 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 and, for 1,260 days. And we saw that that happens to be 1,260 literal years. You know, because that's what, that was the time when God's people were persecuted. So we, we saw that it was the Roman Catholic Church that persecuted God's people during this time. You know, so there is something that I want to show you guys during this time. Uh, that Something that happened. Uh, let me show you. Let me see. Mm. Let's go. Let's go to the book of... Um, let's, I mean, it's the same book. Same book. Uh, I'm, I'm looking for a verse. Okay, yeah, here we are, here we are. So when the woman was being persecuted, there's something that happened. And then there is, the, this is what I want to show you guys. It says in Revelation chapter 12, verse 15. So the serpent, the serpent, in other words, the, 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 the dragon. And uh, we saw that the dragon, it refers to a civil power. But a civil power, which is, uh, persecuting God's people because Satan was operating through this um, through this power and that's why the Bible gives it a symbol of a serpent or a dragon you know it wasn't a literal dragon that was persecuting God's people or maybe literally Satan but Satan was behind it you know so it says that the serpent spewed water out of his mouth like a flood after the woman that 
that he may cause her to be carried away by the flood. So some, somebody might ask themselves like, okay, so what does this flood mean? The Bible shows us in the book of Revelation chapter 17, if you look in verse 15, I believe it tells us uh, the waters, yeah, the waters which you saw where the, uh, okay, here it is, it's refer, referring to a woman, a woman who's sitting on waters, you know, but then I just want you guys to focus on the passage where it says like, like what the waters represent. It says like, these, they happen to be peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues, right? So since the Bible is telling us that the dragon spew water out of his mouth like a flood, this means that the, this power was using people, you know? It, they, they, this way, like, it was, it was by human hands that this power was able to persecute God's people. So when you see that in Bible prophecy, the Bible refers to a flood or water, this is this this refers to people, people, king, uh, like different people, tongues, nations, all those kind of things. Because this was in Rome that it took place. This is when God's people were persecuted in Rome, right? So now I'm going to show you something else that that, that happened during this time. So as we saw that these these people they were persecuted. Oh, there is something else that I had forgotten to show you. And I believe that's something that's very important that we see it. It says in Revelation 12, 16, but the earth, see, it says the earth helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed up the flood which the dragon had spewed out of his mouth. So you might ask yourself like, okay, now the earth has helped the woman and the earth opened its mouth and swallowed the flood. Do you know what this means? This means that as we saw that, as we saw that uh, the place where, uh, first of all, let me remind you, when this woman was being persecuted or these people were being persecuted, the place or the location, the territory where they were, it was a highly populated people. It, I mean, it was a, a very high, uh, like a very uh, like a high populated place. And that was, uh, happens to be in in Europe, you know, because there were so many people who were uh, who inhabited that place, and that's why the Bible shows us that uh, they were like a flood, you know. And uh, when you see that this woman sits on the on many waters, the woman who, uh, this this woman who sits on many waters, she's different from the other woman who is being persecuted. Right? So I'm going to show you the difference between the woman who's being persecuted and the woman who sits on many waters. But I want to also uh, 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 help you to understand that there is something that happened to the woman who was being persecuted. It says that she was helped by the earth. So since the place where, uh, where like there, 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 are, there are many waters, it tells us that that place happens to be uh, a, a, a very like a, a high populated place. That means that when the when the when the earth like helped the woman, that means that there was another place where the woman went to. There was another place that the woman went to because we saw that the woman fled into the wilderness. She fled from the persecution, right? And this woman who fled from the persecution, this is God's people, you know. And then it says that there was a place that she went to. And you have to ask yourself, like, what is that place? So before I go there, let me first of all show you the difference between the 
the woman who is being persecuted and the woman who is being the persecutor. So in the book of Revelation chapter 17, it shows us uh, a woman, uh, it says like, this was the angel telling to the apostle John, then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowels came and talked with me saying to me, come I will show you the judgment of the great harlot who sits on many waters. So you already saw that you already saw that a woman represents a church so a harlot or a prostitute that means it represents a, a, a church which is in apostasy you know all or a, a fallen church a church that has fallen from the truth because the bible says that before christ returns there will be a falling away first in other words if you if you look at the if you if you look at the greek uh at the Greek, uh, the Greek translation, it says like uh, apostasy or something like that, you know. So, in other words, that's apostasy, right? So, it, it goes on to say, With whom the kings of the earth committed fornication and the inhabitants of the earth were made drunk with the wine of fornication. So, this represents like false doctrine. Wine represents like teachings or doctrine. So, when it says that people were drunk, that means they were drunk with the with the drug with the false doctrine because the true the true doctrine cannot make people drunk you know and uh and then uh yeah it also says that this woman was sitting uh, was sitting on uh was sitting on a scarlet beast in other words she has the civil power you know and then he goes on to say he goes on to say, and on her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of harlots and of, of, of the abominations of the earth. And I saw the woman drunk with the blood of the saints, and I saw the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. When I saw her, I marveled with great amazement. So here, I'm going to give you, oh, this, this woman that we're seeing here, she happens to be the same power that has been persecuting God's people. And that happens to be the Roman Catholic Church. Why? Because, first of all, we saw that, uh, we saw that she's drunk with the, with the blood of the saints. And we also saw that when God's people were being persecuted, they were in Rome. And then they fled to a place which was uh, not highly populated. Right? And then the Bible shows us that this woman, she was sitting on many waters. She was sitting on many waters. And let me show you how the Bible gives us the interpretation of it here. The meaning of the woman and the beast. And then this is what the angel said to me. Uh, says John, why did you marvel? Would you marvel? I will tell you the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carries her, which has the seven heads and the ten horns. The beast that you saw was was and is not and will ascend out of the bottomless pit to go to perdition and those who dwell on the earth will marvel whose names are not written in the in the book of life from uh in the book of life from the foundation of the world when they see that beast was and which was and is not and yet it is and then it says here is here is the mind which which has wisdom the seven heads are the seven mountains on which the woman sits so the bible is showing us that this woman is sitting on on seven mountains if you look at history it shows us that the place in rome like rome rome it sits on seven hills it's called the the if you i mean you can even google it guys you can google it it says that rome it's it's um it, it sits on seven hills you know 
So a hill and a mountain, there is no difference, right? So I'm going to give you more identifying marks so you can see that I'm not just like making things up. You know, it's showing us that first of all, this woman, she's sitting on many waters uh, and she also not just and she's not just sitting on many waters, but she's also uh, she's also sitting on the hills, you know, and then it, it goes on to say, uh, oh, no, no, it says like the seven heads are the seven mountains, like the seven heads that they this, this this beast has, you know, this is wrong, a beast, you know. This beast is is Rome, you know, because Rome, Rome is a uh, is uh, is sitting on the, uh, you know, on seven hills, but the woman is carrying the beast, you know. This is what the Bible shows us. So that means that the woman has authority in Rome. So it goes on to say, uh, there are uh, there are also seven kings. And five have fallen. One is, and the other has not yet come. And when he comes, he will must continue for a short time. The beast that was and uh, and is not is himself also the eighth, and is of the seventh, and is going to perdition. And then he goes on to say, the ten horns which you saw are ten kings who have received no kingdom as as yet, but they receive authority for one hour as the kings with the beasts. So this is showing us that there are other kings who were ruling this time, right? So we saw that there were ten nations that were ruling during the time of, uh, during the the the, 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 the sixth century, and uh, some some of them they were they were rooted out, you know. So this is just showing us that this woman, uh, who's riding the beast, she's just like uh, she has like power over this civil power, you know. She has authority or dominion over this civil power. And then he goes on to say. Um, then he said to me, The waters which you saw where the harlot sits are people's multitudes, nations, and tongues. So that means that the place where the woman rules, it's a highly populated place. And then, um, and then it says, For God, okay, it says in uh, verse 14, it says that. 13 if you will these are of one mind and they will give their power and authority to the beast so it's showing us that this church it has power you know and it had received all this power from the from the civil authorities from the civil governments and you can see that the the, the catholic church in this time they were living in uh in other words the vatican you know, you see that he has authority and dominion over the presidents. Everybody bows down to the Pope, you know. Whenever the Pope speaks, everybody bows down, you know. And uh, there is something else that I'm going to show you guys as we go over to see the other beasts that come from, uh, from, the, from, the, from the earth, right? So when it says that, when the Bible says like Mystery Babylon the Great, the mother of Harlot and the of the abominations of the earth, there is something very specific that this means. And that's why uh, I want to show you guys what this means. And uh, this is what it says. I, I, these are not my own words, but these are just like these are just like what uh, like Catholic bishops have said themselves, you know. And then let me show you what they said. When they say, when the Bible says like uh, the mother of of harlots, that means since the, the the since this uh this apostate this apostate church, you know, uh, I'm sorry, since this the, since the woman is a church, then an apostate church, 
is a harlot and then when it says the mother of harlot that means that she also have dollars that means that that church she has like other churches that came out of her they came from her you know so it says uh it says um let me see okay yeah so rome claims to be the mother of all the churches so this is what saint john uh lateran said it says at the entrance of saint john lateran cathedral in rome in rome the uh okay okay this is this is what is written in other words you know so it says in rome there is a huge latin inscription uh sacrosancta uh latin something like the ecclesia Omnimum orbis et uh, et orbis ecclesia rom metal et caput caput something like that, which translated into English reads, uh, "Sacred Lateran Church, Church Mother and the hel- Head of all the churches of the city and of the world." And then there is something else that we see: the Catechism of the Catholic Church calls the Church Mother and Teacher. The Dominus Lessus Faith Declara- Declaration says it must be always clear that the one holy catholic and apostolic universal church is not the sister but the mother of all the churches so i believe for those who were able to see the new encyclical of the pope uh, called fratelli tutti he also he also says that he also says that i would i would advise you guys to to if you are a, a catholic Man, try to try to know what you believe. Try to know what you believe. Try to look at the head of the church, what he's what he's putting out there, you know. Because this is how many people are going to be deceived because he has put in his new encyclical, even his late even his like uh previous encyclicals, plans for the new world order, and many people do not know where all these things are tending. So he said that the church, the Catholic Church is the mother of other churches. He said it. You can just go there and and read it. And he said that he wants the whole world to unite together. Fraternity, tutti, you know, in other words like uh, fraternity and brotherhood, all those kind of things. So the Bible also told us the Bible also told us that this woman uh she's the let me show you what the Bible says in in Revelation 17 verse 18 and the woman whom you saw is that great silly to say that it's it's a great silly it doesn't mean that it is like large or anything like that no it is because it's mighty because it's powerful it's that great silly which reigns over the kings of the earth so the kings those are like the presidents so that happens to be what the Vatican so now since we have seen that the place where this woman sits this is a this is a A, 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 this was a pop, uh, a highly po- populated place that means that the the other place where the woman fled or maybe the the other place where we see that the earth like uh it received the earth received the woman that means that's a place which was not uh po- that was not populated so i'm going to show you from history how all these things apply to the how these things apply to the protestants who fled from the persecution from rome but before we go there since we saw that this woman she is the mother of harlots the mother of harlots somebody might ask themselves like okay so what what are the the, the churches that came from this church so uh, or maybe the the so called harlots what like the the churches that you're calling like harlots what what are these churches so there is something that 
that took place during the, the, the 16th century when the Roman Catholic Church was preaching false doctrines, false doctrines such as transubstantiation, uh, the Eucharist, things such as the infallibility of the Pope, things such as the worship of Mary, things such as the worship of image, worshiping of images, uh, things such as um, uh, the, the mediation of the priest. In the place of Christ, you know, because many Catholics they go to the priest for forgiveness, but the Bible shows us that who every man who claims to forgive sins, he is uh, that's blasphemy because Jesus was al- almost torn because of saying that he has power to forgive sins, you know. So we have to go to Jesus. The Bible says, if any man sins, uh, if anybody sins, we have an advocate with the Father. You know, and that's and that happens to be Jesus. So there was there was something that uh, that started that was called the the Reformation. So the Reformation is started with uh, with Wycliffe. So Wycliffe, he 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 had uh, he had access to the Bible because people were not allowed to read their Bibles during the 16th century, even the 15th century, even even if you go like uh, maybe backwards. You know, people were persecuted, people were killed, people were burned at the stake for possessing a Bible. And that was only because the Bible shows us that all nations have drunk. People have been uh, taught the false doctrines of the Roman Catholic Church. And now there was a time when the, the, these errors, they had to be exposed. And that's what brought, uh, that's what brought about the Protestant Reformation, you know, and that's where we see Protestants such as uh, Wycliffe, Protestants such as Luther, Protestants such as uh, John Huss, uh, such as uh, Jerome, uh, such as John Knox, such as uh, John Wesley, and all those people, uh, you see that they 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 brought into existence the, the 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 movements, or in other words, churches called Protestant churches. So the the Protestant Christianity. Is based, is based on reformation or reforming the truth that was hidden for centuries. So that's what that was the whole idea. That was the whole uh, that was the whole aim of Protestant Reformation, you know. But there was uh, there was something that happened because the Roman Catholic Church they had to introduce something called the Counter Reformation. So this came through the Jesuit order, and through the Jesuit order, they had to make sure that they bring an end to the protestant reformation so when they when they uh so the first thing that they did the first thing that they did they started persecuting the 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 the, the protestants during that time and uh, there was something that also happened if you look at england you know there was there was a church they came uh they, they came uh into existence which which was called anglican the anglican church in other words the the, the church of england so this church uh she received power because during that time england was a protestant nation and then as uh, as the church of england as they had power to rule over the kings there was a persecution that started there was a persecution that began just like you see that when the roman catholic church received the power from the civil authorities she started forcing people to worship, uh, uh, to worship, uh, 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 to worship uh, according to the dictates of the Roman Catholic Church, and everybody was not able to just like practice their, their faith freely, you know, practice their religious 
they're, they're religious uh, according to their religious dictates and the dictates of their conscience and all those kind of things so what the what what the church of england did is that it persecuted and enslaved many people during that time and that's what led many people to flee uh, to america so when you see that the bible shows us that the 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 earth received uh, the woman that's when the that, that's when the the, the 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 pilgrims they fled to america and then there was a place the bible says there was a place prepared for her you know and that's when the native americans they received the the pilgrims and they and they they kept coming they kept coming and coming you know so that took place uh around i believe the 16th century i mean it's like the 17th century it's like the 17th century or the 18th century so during that time america kept uh, uh, accepting people uh from uh from europe who were fleeing uh slavery and in persecution you know because they were being persecuted because of their faith and now this is where you see that america came into existence america started as a protestant nation and if you and if you look at at the history it history tells us the u.s contains the largest protestant population of any country in the world and baptists compromise about one-third of american protestants american protestantism has been diverse from the very beginning with large numbers of early immigrants being anglican so anglican those are people who fled from the persecution from the from the church of england and do you see also lutherans and other baptists there were other protestant nation uh, other uh, other protestant um countries uh that, that started using their religious their religious uh their religious practices and force them over the people by by uh, using the help of the of the governments so that's why people they had to flee to those countries they had to flee to uh, to places such as the United States of America and then America as it kept growing and growing there is something that we see in the book of Revelation chapter 11 as the um, as America received these people so when we look at Revelation chapter 11 here we are looking at America so it says then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a dragon so here the Bible is showing us that there was a beast that came from the sea. I'm sorry, from the earth. So we already saw that a place where there is a, there is the earth. This is the this is the contrast of the other place, which is highly populated. We saw that the highly populated place is a place uh, full of like you see many waters, you know. But a place where you see, the Bible compares to the earth, that means it's 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 not. It's not highly populated, you know. It just have like few inhabitants. So this is this is where people came in, and then it says that it had two horns like a lamb. So what does it mean? What does it mean when it says that it had two horns like a lamb? Two horns. This meant that America. He had he had the he had the he had the religion and uh, and its civil power separated because whenever there was a union of church and state. People were being persecuted. People were being forced to to worship according to the according to the dictates of the church, which was ruling during that time. So that's why many people came uh, to America, fleeing the persecution. And then when it received them, uh, this is how it, it was uh, given the lamb-like. So lamb-like that means it was like it had a Christ-like character, you know. 
So this is where you see that America received the, the Protestants during that time. And that's what made America a Protestant nation. And then it came, it, 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 it kept com, coming to, it, it came, it, it kept like rising and rising. And then as it rose, they were also, they also started like signing uh, the Bill of Rights. So this Bill of Rights, they contain the rights of people to worship according to the dictate or the dictate of their conscience. And this is why history tells us James Madison wrote the amendment which lists specific prohibitions on governmental power in response to calls from several states of greater constitutional protection for individual liberties. Anti-federalists held that a Bill of Rights was necessary to safeguard individual liberty. So during that time, in Rome, there was still persecution going on, slavery, all those kind of things. So even though America uh, uh, was receiving those people, there were there were other uh, there were other people who came during that time who were not really like fleeing the persecution, but who but who were just like following after those people who were fleeing the persecution, and that happens to be to be people from Spain, Italy, and other places. Those same colonies. Those same colonies, they came to America as well, and they started enslaving other people, uh, like the native Native Americans, and then you also see like the slavery that took place uh, of black people. So all that, all all that, it was due to the the colonies who came uh, after the 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 pilgrims. It wasn't the pilgrims who took who took uh, who took part uh, who partake in the in the slavery and the enslavement of black people and na- native americans you know but america because he had like uh, an influence in the protestant world they that's why they had this bill of rights to make sure that people's rights they were safeguarded so now we see that the bible shows us that this nation is going to speak as the, as a dragon right so next time we will see how america is going to speak as a dragon and the Bible shows us that it's going to work to 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 like it's going to force people to worship. It's going to like to to force people to worship, uh, you know, in a certain way, which is against the dictates of their conscience, which is against their faith. You know, even though America has received people and it has like allowed allowed people to 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 worship according to the dictates of their conscience he's still going to speak as a dragon and we saw that a dragon is a civil is a civil power but which is exercising its authority to oppress people to to kind of like uh to lead people to i mean to kind of like yeah to oppress people you know in all those kind of things and next time we will see how america is going to speak as a dragon so i hope all of you guys have enjoyed all these kind of things and i will show you what 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 are the reasons why america is going to start speaking as a dragon and i also showed you that the two horns represent the separation of church and state so that's one thing because in order for america to speak as a dragon just like we saw that other other nations in europe they had to make they, they had to mingle church and state and that's how persecution came came about america is going to do the same thing and is going to kind of like break these two horns which were separated which is protestantism and um and uh and republicanism so when protestantism is 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 uh is 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 kind of like when protestantism is united with civil authority when they unite church and state this is how america is going to start speaking as a dragon it's going to start using 
his authority and civil authority to oppress people, to force them to worship a certain way, which is the first way, because God wouldn't force anybody to worship in a way which is against the dictates of their conscience. So I want to pray that anybody who is uh, who is listening now, man, try to know your history, try to know what you believe, try to know why you and your and your ancestors, what you believe, what you believed it, how it came to existence, because there are certain things that they were first people to believe, you know, there are certain things that were first uh, people, you know, and that, and it wasn't because it was maybe convincing or maybe authentic, it was just because they had no other choice, you know, they had to be first to believe certain things, and now, like, look, look at the things that you believe in your church, like, Do I believe this because it is true or authentic or is it because somebody has forced me to believe this? And make sure that you are following Christ not by uh, being first because somebody is forcing you to believe him or anything like that. Worship him and uh, accept him in, in your life freely as you know that the salvation, the salvation of God is a free gift. So I want to pray that everybody examine themselves and examine where they're standing today and what they believe and make sure that what you believe you can stand before anybody to give the reason for the hope which is in you so i hope everybody has enjoyed this session and i hope to see you next time by god's grace god bless that's the end of our episode thank you so much for listening please like share and subscribe to it is well podcast and i hope that you have been blessed by listening to this episode if you have any questions once more please send them to tiarinkubito at tiarinkubito on facebook or instagram you can also send them to me at bontu bibzi on facebook or instagram Be blessed, like, share, subscribe, have fun as you listen, and make sure to stay tuned every Thursday for more episodes. And as we always say, wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Bye.